Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Listen in for tangible tips and advice for growing your business from those who have been there. Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So in today's episode, Michelle and I were talking about how she wanted to start a podcast to really amplify her voice and elevate her business, share her expertise. And I know there are many other women out there who are looking to do this, but not too sure where to start. And that is why I created the step-by-step podcast launch program specifically for women who are looking to really just elevate their voices, connect with others, and really be an expert in their industry. Um, Podcasting has so many benefits, but it also can be a process on, you know, where do I start with this? How do I really launch this with a bang? And that is where this eight-week program is coming in. It's starting August 15th, and for this founder round, there is very limited spots. So if you want to learn more, go to elevatepodcastco.com slash courses. Or you can even email or message me at Made It Happen as well if you want to learn more. Again, start date is August 15th, so you won't want to miss out on this. I can't wait to see you there and help you bring your podcast to life. Okay, so I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for joining me here today, Michelle. I'm so excited to be speaking with you, hear more about your business, as well as really dive in on the topic of mindset. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Me too. So to start things off, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so much to share. Um, but I would say, you know, my name, so my my name is Michelle Wolf. I'm from a small country town. I've been a very active person my whole life. Um, when I was about eight years old, my mom passed away from cancer. So that really directed my life into this world of like health and wellness, just being really passionate and excited about it. Um, but also helping other people through, really tough challenges and hard circumstances. Um, And so I became a registered massage therapist. I did about 12 years of that. Um, And then I came to a point where I really wanted to shift, make make a shift in my life, but I didn't know what that was. I got into some food blogging and just tried, you know, a little bit of everything, um, created my podcast, move forward. Um, and then here we are now, 2022, and I'm also starting an athleisure brand that's coming out in August that I'm really excited about. Amazing. So to start things off, you know, when you were sort of, you knew you wanted to make a shift, but you weren't sure what, what was it that really then attracted you sort of into that self-development and mindset work? What sort of got you there and sort of what resources did you go to, to sort of build that? 
Yeah. So I started, I mean, I know that when I was younger, I had a lot of influences from my aunties. They were really into like Wayne Dyer, um, and listening to different, um, not religious, but different, you know, different audios and, um, they would read different books and things that just kind of sparked my interest, but I wasn't really that excited about it. And then when I moved to Toronto, I was by myself. I was living with someone who was a little bit lost, you know, who's going through some struggles and drugs. And I started listening to Tony Robbins every morning. I would put on a YouTube video of Tony Robbins. And I really, I think it was because I actually went to a show to see Oprah. I love Oprah, huge fan. Like I've been watching Oprah my whole life. I like to say she's like a mom to me because especially when my mom passed away, I felt like she was just a really great guidance. And so I started listening to Tony Robbins because he had been at this event that she was at and I became obsessed with him. I just loved his energy. And so each morning before I'd go into work to a job that I liked, but I was starting to think that like, you know, maybe I wanted to look into other things. I would put them on and I would just feel empowered and excited. And it got my mind thinking about all the possibilities of what else is out there. And, you know, if I were to just change my mindset or be open to the possibility of anything being possible, what could really happen? So I would say that would be like my very first start would be Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And I think it, it definitely makes sense in the journey. And then from there, can you tell us about really building up this move life, building your podcast, building this whole brand and business around that concept? Okay. I love it. Yes. So I started listening to podcasts. Um, actually I'd have to say, I listened to one podcast, Lori Harder. She's into fitness and wellness, but then she's all about like mindset and entrepreneurship. And I kind of went with her through her journey. She started this podcast and she talks about her whole journey. And so I felt like I was with her on that journey and that inspired me. And it, and I, I got thinking, well, maybe one day I'll have a podcast and I had a year, 2018 was a year of like absolute destruction in my family. There was a lot of death. There was a lot of loss. There was just like disaster. And through all those triumphs, I really understand the whole idea of like, if you help other people, that's a really great way to move forward. Um, and, and just the idea of movement. So this is where the move came in. I just, I know that movement is so healthy as a massage therapist. If you get a massage, the movement of certain things in your body helps everything work better. When we have stagnation, we get problems such as cancer. Um, so having movement is so powerful, moving your energy, moving your body, moving your mind, I just movement is such a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be quick and fast. It can be slow and elegant, but movement in general is so powerful and so healing. And so I wanted it to be different. So that's where I got the M U V E. So whenever I use move, I use a U. Um, and it's, it's really developed into this really interesting brand because I started as a health food blog. I liked it. Didn't love it. And then I moved into having the podcast move forward and I love it. I am obsessed. I made this dedicate. I, I made this, I made this idea that I had to do at least one every single week for a full year. That was like 
my limit. I wanted two, but at least one. Um, and I did it. I actually did it. And typically I don't follow through with everything. And I, and I definitely did with that. And then I always had this idea of starting a fitness apparel brand. And I will tell you that I've been thinking about it since I started that food blog, like 10, nine, 10 years ago, which is crazy if you think about it now, right? Like how long it took me to actually get it going. But it's scary the idea of putting a lot of money into something, time, effort. I've never met anybody who started an apparel line. Like it seemed impossible. How could I do that? I've ne- I grew up on a farm with farmers. Like that's what I know. And it wasn't until this January where I finally just made the commitment. I'd seen a friend build a tea company and I helped her build it. And I just decided, you know what? I can do this and I want to inspire and help other people learn how they can do what they want to do. And like, why am I limiting myself to this uh, lifestyle and not having this apparel brand when I know that's what I want? And so I just dove into it. And ever since I said yes to that, okay, ever since I made the choice in January, this is what I'm doing and it is going to be successful. Like there is no ifs and buts about it. It is going to make it. I made that decision ever since then. Everything has been going up. The people that I meet, the business deals that I'm getting, the opportunities. I mean, my, my, my business hasn't even launched and I'm doing a pop-up all of July in Niagara for InStyle Canada. They found me because of I'm inspired, I'm excited, I'm getting myself out there. So just so much has come out of this and I'm just really excited about all of it, as you can tell, because I can't stop talking. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And that is so exciting. And I think what, like one big part that you said, you know, was that mindset where you just said, yes, like this is what I'm going to do that. But, and I think that right there is what holds so many people back from starting businesses. So what would you say to someone who's maybe in that stage right now? They've been thinking about something for a while, but it's that one mindset shift of let's do it. What would you sort of say to them right now? Oh my gosh. I know it's a journey. So I don't want to say that it needs to be rushed because I do know that I learned a lot through the past, you know, 10 years of thinking about it. But there were so many things that were telling me that I wasn't doing the right thing at that time. Like I just kept having these feelings in my gut that I wasn't fulfilled, that I wasn't fully happy, that I wasn't being challenged enough. There was just these signs. And so my advice would be, Honestly, like if you feel like something is meant for you, but maybe you don't even know what it is yet, just be curious. That word curious is one of my favorite words lately because sometimes we're just comfortable. We just keep where we are. But if you are curious, if you look into things, you know, maybe start researching and seeing what it takes to build that business, how much it would actually cost. Can you actually get a loan in order to start it? Or do you even need that? Maybe you can start it with the amount of money you have in your bank account right now, ask questions, talk to people because there are so many people who are so connected. Like I walk into a store now to buy a shirt and somebody will randomly come up to me and say like, 
hey, where'd you get those shorts? And they're my shorts. I created them. And so we get talking. And the next thing you know, they're inviting a fashion designer who's on TV every day, who just walked past that they know, and they invite them in. We have a conversation. And that leads to the next designer that I have. Like, it's amazing how once you choose to say yes, and just be curious, like, it's not even like you have to say, I'm going all in. I'm doing this now. Just be curious of like, what if, what if I tried this, if I was able to do this, could I make that happen? Just being curious, um, and research, 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 that is what's going to get you even more excited and, and leads you to more of the yeses. So I would say, be very curious and just start, just start researching about it. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. And I think that's definitely just a great way to sort of, you know, get the ball rolling. And once you sort of make those first steps, then you feel so much more excited. You feel inspired to just keep going with it. So I think that's really great advice. And I think right now too, you know, on the topic of mindset, I think a lot of people have been feeling very overwhelmed lately. A lot of people are getting to sort of that burnout stage almost and sort of what sort of insights do you have on this? And, you know, what can people do if, you know, they can feel that coming on, but they're just not, they're just feeling stuck and they, they know what's going to happen, but like, what, what do you do when you're feeling, when you're in that state? Yeah. So I actually felt that this week, I actually got a cold sore from it because I was feeling a little stressed out. You know, I'm doing this pop up and there's a lot of last minute things that I have to get done and, you know, deadlines and I've got events that I've got planned and, you know, this and that are just life happens. I have to remember to breathe and I have to remember that it's all going to get done whether or not I choose to freak out about it. So (laughs) I actually have time in the morning. I give myself time to go for a walk every morning and I don't necessarily go for like a big, fast, quick walk to get in my exercise. Sometimes it's really slow. Sometimes I don't listen to any music or anything. Sometimes I just listen to the birds chirping and I just breathe and I think about something calming. I don't think about my day or what all needs to get done. I actually focus on something that's really chill. So this gives me the reminder that like I am in charge of how I feel and I am in charge of what's going to happen going forward. If I wake up and it's go, 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 go somewhere along the way, something happens. Like I will stub my toe and I'm in so much pain or I will forget something. And then I'm so frustrated about that. Or, you know, just destruction starts to happen when we're in this really quick, fast, overwhelmed state And I really think it's important to find those things that make you feel good. So for me, it's going for a walk. For you, it might be doing some yoga. It might be writing it in your your journal. It might be having a therapy session booked. It might be talking to a friend or going for a tea. Like you got to make time for the things that light you up. I've had so many people on my podcast who've had overwhelm and um, burnout, and it's because they weren't implementing joy. They weren't implementing things that made them happy. So no matter what, along this journey, I find pockets of time. So for instance, if I have somewhere to be, I will go a half an hour, even an hour early just to get there so that I'm not rushing through traffic. And then I go for my walk when I'm there. So it's like I I pre-plan something that I enjoy throughout the day. And, and, and there's so many places you can do that. Like, Oh, I really love this coffee shop and it's in this area that I'm going to, 
I'm going to make a point to go there today. And if I have a friend that lives close, I'm going to call her and tell her to meet me there. Even if it's for 15 minutes, it's amazing how those little pockets of joy will add up to such a wonderful day and will help to eliminate a lot of that overwhelm and that burnout. So I would, yeah, I I feel like that would be my biggest piece of advice is advice is just really finding those pockets of joy throughout your day. Yes. I think that's such great advice because it's almost like you're recharging. Even if it's just 15 minutes, you just feel so much more. And I find too, that's when you find the inspiration. Like you could be doing a task for so long and it feels daunting. And as soon as you actually just take a minute to yourself, you come back and it's just like a whole new project for you. So I think that's definitely such great advice. And another thing you talk about too, along that is, you know, being okay with not being okay. I think there can be those times where it's a bad day or even feels like it's just adding up to a whole month or things like that. And so what sort of what should people be doing when you are in that state and you're sort of feeling stuck and just like everything's going wrong all at once. And, you know, what would you say to them? Talk about it. Like literally tell somebody who, you know, is going to listen, maybe give you advice, but if not, just listen. I had one of these days recently, I woke up, I was just feeling absolute crap. (laughs) I just felt nothing was working out. And I, you know, hormones come into play and just stuff gets in your way where you're just like, I don't feel like me. I do not like something is not feeling right. Um, I find that as soon as I have a conversation with somebody who I care about, somebody who loves me, it's like, I'm allowing it all to move through me. So again, it's that movement. If we hold it inside of us, it builds up and it builds this like huge, massive fire and about, and all of a sudden it just bursts. It's as if it's just like an explosion happens where if you decide to actually speak it out and allow it to move through you, have a little cry. If you need to scream, if you need to, I allow my daughter to do that all the time. We'll go to the beach especially if she's had a bad day or somebody has been a bully or anything like that. And I'll say, do what feels good for you right now. Do you need to scream? Do you need to run? Do you need to dance? What, what feels good for you right now? Sometimes she puts her arms up in the air and she just screams. And it's so amazing because she's just such this quiet little thing. And it just, she allows it to move through her. And then she's got an instant smile on her face. So if you're having a bad day, stop what you're doing release that energy in some way, whether it's screaming, talking it out, even call a therapist, like talk to somebody, um, and just allow it to move through you. I definitely agree. I think that's, I think that's such great advice. And I think that's, it's almost just like a release of it all after that. And you just feel so much better. So I definitely agree with that as well. Um, and you know, I think on the, with mindset too, you talk about money mindset, and I think this is huge for, especially business owners, entrepreneurs. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what does money mindset sort of mean to you? Like for any, for anyone who maybe isn't they're not too sure sort of what the concept is. What, what sort of, how would you describe that? Okay. So money mindset is like all things that we have. Um, we have been taught something since childhood. So our parents, our ancestors, even, um, the people who've raised us friends even have 
taught us certain things. So especially in money mindset, we were taught things like money doesn't grow on trees and you only, you know, get certain things at a certain time of the year. If we can't afford that, you don't get it or you don't deserve it or don't look in that section of the store. That's too expensive. Um, so it's as if it's not allowed to be for us, everything's allowed to be to you if you want it to be. Um, but we have to actually retrain our brain to actually believing that because what we know right now is what we know to be true. We believe a certain way. We believe certain things and you have to actually retrain your brain to thinking something completely different to being able to move forward with that. So for instance, for me, when I am choosing to make purchases, I'm, I'm sometimes having to put down 10 grand, 20 grand, you know, another two grand here, another three grand here, another four grand here. And in my head, I keep hearing the ideas of where can you cut back? Do you really need to do that? Like, I don't think that this is being smart. All these words and conversations happening in my head, because that's what I've been taught since I was a little girl, where I know now that if I put that energy out, if I choose to make that purchase, that money's coming back to me. I am going to get that back in return. I am actually going to get more in return when people buy my product. And I need to believe that that's going to happen or it's not going to happen. I'm going to have this resistance around it. Um, so often I have, well, let's say for instance, building this business, I am all new to making these big purchases. Okay. This is all new for me. And I've wanted to buy these t-shirts. I've wanted to buy my, my line for months. And I make these little procrastinations, you know, to, oh, tomorrow I'll give them that final decision or for tomorrow I'll, I'll look a little bit more into the tags that they're going to put on those t-shirts and tomorrow I'll do this. Well, this has been six months going, and now I have this very amazing opportunity of being in Niagara for this pop-up for InStyle Canada, and it is literally down to the day that I'm going to be getting my product. I might even be a weekend late. I might have to bring the product late, all because of those little incremented no's that I said and procrastinations that I had, whereas if I just chose to say yes, make a decision, and move forward with this... I'd have the product by now and I'd be selling and making more money. So it's all these little things in your mind where it's like, where are you holding yourself back? Are you saying no to things? Are you procrastinating? Are you telling yourself that you're not deserving of these things? Because what if you were, what if you decided to say yes? What if you chose to go for it and make the decision to actually make the purchase, to actually, you know, trust yourself, trust your gut and actually make it happen. What if, what could actually happen? Who knows? Maybe you'd be the next millionaire. Maybe you'd be the next Nike or the next Lululemon or whatever it is that you're interested in. You just never know unless you choose to say yes. So for me, it's a lot of like mantras throughout the day. Like I've got this, I can do this. I am deserving. Um, money flows to me. I am, I love money. Love money loves me. So it's a lot of retraining my brain that money is actually a good thing, not a bad thing. I'm a really good person. And when I have money, I do really beautiful things. I give it away. I donate. Um, it's, it's not very often that I don't give a very big tip. It's not very often that I don't 
pay for the person's coffee behind me um, in line when I'm going to get something from the store. You know, it's, I do all these beautiful things. It's not that I'm a bad person because I have money. I'm fa- I'm a fabulous person. And so it's, it's re- retraining your brain is such a powerful thing. And in turn, it helps me, but it also helps all these wonderful people that are also within my life as well. So it's, it's a really powerful tool to really look inside and listen to what you're saying to yourself and maybe change a few things up and who knows, who knows what will come out of it. Yes, absolutely. I definitely love that. I love the way that you put that. And I think that that's something many business owners go through as well, especially, you know, if you're looking at your pricing, trying to figure out, okay, how much is this worth and things like that. And I think that mindset is what holds a lot of people back because it's, you know, there's the spending side of it, but there's also almost not feeling worthy of receiving that as well. And so what sort of advice would you give someone who's trying to retrain their brain in the business sense that, you know, you do deserve this, this is, you are worth that. So what, what sort of things could they be doing on that side of it? Okay. Well, just so you know, it's still a work in progress. I, um, I had a bunch of family who wanted to buy my move hats. And so I brought some home recently and I said, is $25, like is $25. Okay. And my cousin looked at me and she's like, okay, excuse me. You make a choice of how much you want it to be. And you tell us. And so that's their, you know, discounted family discount, um, price. And I was like, well, I just, I want to make sure it's okay. You know, I haven't even made my decision of what the price will be yet. And she's like, here's 50 bucks for two. Thank you. Like, (laughs) so it's still a work in progress. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, it's, it's something that you have to continue to work on. I think that making the decision is the biggest part. So for me, like once I know what it is to feel confident about it and move forward with it, there's, you know, growing up, I allowed a lot of people to take advantage of me in many ways. I used to do updos of hair and, you know, help people out. And I never thought that I was worthy of taking their money. You know, I was being a good person. How could I take their money? And as a health professional, also a massage therapist, I don't want to, I don't want to charge a lot because that's not fair. They deserve the healing, but you have to remember when you get the money, then you can do beautiful things with the money. Again, goes back to all the beautiful things that I've been doing, tipping big, helping other people out, donating, all these wonderful things that you can do when you do have the money. So again, it's it's reminding yourself that, maybe journaling it out, writing it out. I do that often. I will literally write out why I'm deserving of this money, what I want to do with it, how I want to use it in my future and in my child's life. Like, What are all the beautiful things I can do when I have that money? And that is definitely, yeah, that would, that would definitely be a huge thing that has shifted my mindset is writing it out and just agreeing that this is okay. This is allowed. Like there's so many people who are so wealthy in this world who are just wonderful and doing great things. And that's what I want. Like, I want to be able to give somebody a million bucks one day and be like, you're amazing. Here you go. You know, (laughs) it's just, there's just, yeah, I just, there's so many things we can do with it. So write it out and tell yourself what you want, how you want it, make a choice 
it's it's when we're like not sure of things. I feel like a lot of people are not able to co- like commit to it and feel good and confident about it, but commit to it, make a decision. This is your price. This is what you've chose. Um, I charge a certain amount for advertising on my podcast and social media. And recently I'm like, I'm busy. I have lots of things to do. So my prices are going up because this doesn't feel good to me anymore. I don't feel like I want to be putting my time and effort into this. So I know that my prices are going to go up because of that. And it feels good then when I do it for them, right? It feels good to actually create and, and put that advertisement out there because I know that my time is valuable. Um, so yeah, I'd say write it out and really explain what it is that you want and how you want it to get clear with it and do it multiple times. Like one time is not enough. You need to be working at this often. You can even do voice records, like record your voice by saying it, that you're worthy of the money and what you want and what your price is and replay it in your head over and over. And then eventually your mind starts to change, but you have to remember like however old you are, that's how long you've been trained to think this other way. So just remember that it's going to be a process and it's going to take some time, but the more you teach yourself, the more you train and tell yourself, the quicker that you are going to get to that place that you want to be at. I love that. I I definitely think that's such a great way to look at it and and such great tools and resources people can actually use in order to make those shifts. Because I think that is a challenge for so many entrepreneurs. And, you know, with building a business, there is so many challenges that come along. And what have you really found to be, you know, one of the biggest challenges you've had to overcome either with building your business or building with the the new brand, the new athleisure um, clothing? And so what sort of has been something that, you know, you've really had to overcome during this? My mindset. (laughs) It's the only thing stopping us. Okay. And we all have things in our mind that are replaying and that are going on. And you really have to work through that. Um, So like I said, like this business would have started 10 years ago if it wasn't for my mindset thinking I wasn't good enough or that it wasn't possible for me. Yeah, I I really believe that if you can tackle your mindset, making decisions quickly, that's a really big one, choosing to make decisions quickly and just not letting your mind play tricks on you. Like even if you think that like it's family or friends and what they say, well no, it's what they say that's changing your mindset. So again, it goes back to your mindset. So for me like I have family at home that I'm very close with, but they know nothing about this business that I'm building. It's as if they don't, I don't know if they don't care or if they just, they know that I've tried a lot of different things. So they don't want to talk about it with me. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's never been mentioned. Or if it even does come up, like if one of their children mention it, they don't, they're like, oh yeah, you're doing that thing. Like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, someday it's going to be a multi-million dollar business and then we'll talk about it. Like, but it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, I don't want anyone affecting the way that I feel about this. This is something that's happening and this is going to be really big. Like this business is going to fly and I don't want anyone or any energy even to shift that in any way. So if you know certain people have a, a certain angle or a certain 
way of making you feel less than, those are the people you want to be mindful of staying away from, or at least not fully indulging what you're doing because anything they say can stop you. I have seen it time and time again in my own life, as well as in other people's lives. If somebody says something, it can literally cripple you and paralyze you from moving forward. So if you have those people in your life, you really want to be mindful to stay clear of them, or at least just not share with them everything that's going on. Because like I said, it's literally going to stop you in your tracks and stop you from moving forward. And your mindset is going to think she's right. They're right. Of course, of course, this is crazy. Why would I ever be able to do this? And you got to get back to what you believe to be true. You've been given this guidance of starting whatever it is, whatever business this is. You've been given that sign and that idea from the universe, God, whoever you believe in. It has come to you for a reason, not to your family, not to your friends, to you. And so it's up to you to truly make that decision to say yes, to fully go all in and say yes, make the decisions and just go for it. And so stop any of the naysayers, get them out of your life. Don't allow them to be there for this business and just listen to what your guidance is telling you. Yes. I think that's so important. I think that's also why it's so important to have those people that you know are there to cheer you on. Those that are, yes, this is a good idea. Yes, you can do this. So I think it's so important to yeah, keep away from the negative, but have those positive people that you know are there for you and believe in what you're doing. So I think that that's, that's so important. And you know, with starting up, starting a new business, you already have a business. Being a mom, you have so much going on. How do you you know, really manage your time? How do you stay balanced with everything going on? Do you have any sort of tips on that? Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) With starting the business, it's a whole nother business that I'm adding into what I already had. So it's funny. I was actually thinking of this today. I thought, okay, first of all, is there anything that's draining my time? Um, And if so, it needs to go. And is there anything that I need to implement or add in? Um, For instance, I added a podcast manager. She takes care of a lot of my stuff for my podcast. I never had that for the first three, four years. Um, So that's been extremely helpful. Um, Having people help you in any way. I'm very open within our household. Like I don't like doing dishes. This It's not my forte. Um, I will suck it up and do it if I need to. But that's one thing that I've told my partner. Like when you can, it's your job. That's your thing. I like it doesn't make me feel good. I don't want it. Let's do that. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'll eventually have like a house cleaner and all that. I have all, all the hopes and all the dreams coming. But I think, you know, it's definitely hiring out, having people help you. And then again, it comes back to that like those little bursts of joy. Cause like when I'm happy, I am happy to tackle what needs to get done. You know, like when I am feeling really fulfilled in my life, in my day-to-day, that I am excited to write that email and connect with that person. Where when I'm not, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. You know, like that mindset comes into play. So coming back to finding joy in what you're doing is such a beautiful thing. And if it's something you hate, like for instance, the dishes, I do not like them. But when I do them, I don't sit there saying, oh, that sucks. You know, instead I think, okay, 
When can I do it that it makes sense? So for instance, I will do it while my daughter's in the room and she's doing her reading or she's doing, or she's eating or something like that, because then I'm in the room and I know how much she loves that. Like she wants us to be together all the time. I don't love that. I'm more of a, I need my space. So why not do something like the dishes? <laughs> so I'm in the room with her and I'm getting it done. And then mentally, I know that this is very helpful for her. Um, so yeah, just <laughs> little things like that have made a huge shift for trying to navigate through it all. Amazing. Yeah. I think that, I think that definitely makes sense. I think that's great advice and a great way to look at it and perspective to have and like, and really all coming back to the mindset shifts that we really need to have in just every activity in our day to day. And on the other side of that, has there really been sort of one big success moment that you've really had throughout your business journey that, you know, it's almost like a pinch me moment. Ooh, I feel like I've had a few, but especially with move life, it's so fresh. It's so like such a new thing that I was completely shocked and just over the moon excited when I got the email about the in style Canada, wanting me to be a part of their pop-up. Basically they take my product and they sell it for me. I don't have to do anything. Um, And the thing is, is that my website's not even launched. Like nobody can even buy. I don't even have the product yet. The product is not even here yet. And so that was a really beautiful moment knowing that I'm clearly doing something right. I'm advertising it before it's even out there. I've connected with people in a way that I have this connection through InStyle Canada. It was completely by fluke. But I believed and I knew that this this venture was going to be with ease. Like I've been telling myself this whole time that I want this business to flow with ease and that whatever is, whatever is meant to come my way is going to come my way. And so when I got that email, I just like, I was just floored at how is this already happening? I haven't even launched and I'm already going to be in this pop-up. Like this is in for InStyle Canada. I don't even have to hire somebody to work it. Like what? So that would be that would be my my moment for move move uh, life definitely <laughs> so far. But I, I'm sure I'll have more coming. But that one's the biggest one so far. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's definitely so exciting. And I can't wait to see everything that comes from that and for when the business officially launches so everyone can go and buy it. And where can people find you online, find your podcast and your new business once it has, once it is live? Amazing. Yes. So move forward is the podcast. You can find it on any, um, platform that you listen to your podcasts on basically. And that website is the michellewolf.com. And then if you are looking for the apparel line, move life, you can find that at movelife.com. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a work in progress, but you can go on there and you can sign up for 10% discount for your first purchase. And we'll also send you an email once it has actually actually officially launched. The website is like ready to go. It just needs all the photography. So it's all coming together. Um, and you can follow us also on Instagram at move life as well. So that would be, yeah, probably the best way to get a hold of us. Amazing. Well, I'm so excited to see all of that to come. And I always like to end off the episode with just a quick few rapid fire questions. If you just want to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Fun. So owning your own business means freedom. One word to describe your business. Fun. 
if you only had two hours to focus on your business, what would you do? Ooh. Um, oh my gosh. I don't even know. Make a reel, <laughs> make a TikTok. <laughs> uh, someone you look up to. Oh my gosh. So many people, Oprah, but also my friend, Taylor, Taylor, Lindsay, Noel, a female owned business. Cup of tea owned by Taylor, Lindsay, Noel. <laughs> a book you'd recommend. Ooh. I don't know why, but Why Men Marry Bitches just came into my head. That's a great book for all women. <laughs> it's, but you know what? Rich Dad, Poor Dad is probably the one for entrepreneurs. It is amazing and really, really shifts your mindset. Definitely going to check that out. And one non-negotiable you have is? Going for my daily walks. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on, sharing your story and so much great advice. I know that I, I already feel, I feel so much better about my mindset just talking with you about it. So I can't wait for our listeners to hear and thank you so much. Ah, oh, Sarah, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to Made It Happen podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And thanks again for all your support. I'll see you next week.